0: And now, here is Doreen. Hi,
1: this is Dr. Doreen Downing, and I'm host of the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast. And if you're listening to me right now, I want to say that today I get to introduce you to a wonderful woman who is, I would say, magical in her power to help us change our mind. I will introduce her in just a moment, but I'd also like to ask you if you're listening to rate our podcast, subscribe to it, so that you can get updates on all the fabulous uh, guests that I bring on who will share their stories of the struggle to find their voice and what they get to do now. So hello, Sonia. Hello, Dr. Doreen. Thank you for having me today. Oh, yes, yeah. so it's a pleasure because I've been on your podcast. And what is the name of it? Mind, body, self? Is that what I remember?
2: Mind, body and spirit?
1: Oh, well, self and spirit. Let's go deeper. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sent a bio, and I like—I always like to read that first off so folks get more of a sense of who you are now, and then we can go back to, well, so what happened before <laughs> Before you got to be who you are now?
2: Sonia? Yes, yes.
1: Okay. Sonia Rainley is a certified Law of Attraction Mindset Coach and has been coaching for over 15 years. Through a deep level method of coaching, she provides tools for people to push through their limiting beliefs so that they feel stronger, more confident and empowered in their life choices. Already that sounds very inviting, Sonia. <laughs> <to say that laughs> people can move towards empowerment. I love that. Uh, they are able to design the life they wish to live. And Sonia also shares her expertise and other talents as a Reiki master, crystal energy healer, and diviner on her two YouTube channels, Sonia Rain Lee and the Soul Sisters Tarot. Did I do it? Did we do it? (laughs) You did it.
2: Yes. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a... You know, it is a journey to be who we are, so it's wonderful mm. to get that as a seed. So as people listen, it's not just, you know, your magnificence, but that there was um, must have been some kind of childhood, perhaps, events or coming into this life that you encountered that did not make it so easy for you to have a voice. So anything you want to say to start our time off about that history?
2: Absolutely. Uh, You know, the, the beauty is, is that whatever has happened to us in life, it doesn't define us. And it's up to us whether we choose to stay in that pain, that hurt or trauma that we've experienced, or we begin to do the work to pull ourselves out of it. And that's what I've done for many, many years. When I was young, I did experience childhood trauma, and it made me feel very um, exposed, uh, vulnerable, and I didn't want to be hurt anymore. So I built up this powerful kind of shield, a wall to keep people out. And I, I just was so scared to let that wall down for people to see me for who I am, that that real light that was there. And I felt like my light was put out. So it was easier at that time to hide than to be seen. And that was a good portion of my um you know, uh, of being young and, and going into my teenage years. And, you know, slowly as I got into college, I started coming out a little bit more, but I always had a fear of using my voice for scared that someone was going to uh, hurt me again in some way or another. So I, a lot of times just kept quiet. I kept to myself.
1: Yes, I understand. I, you're already starting to talk about my story (laughs) and Mm. (laughs) I'm sure that uh, so many listeners are already captivated by the fact some of the things that you already said and if you can because I think it helps people to relate more deeply to the initial kind of suffering you said trauma and some hurt you uh, if you could just outline a a few more specifics so people go yeah I've been there that's me
2: (laughs) Yes, no, absolutely. So basically, the trauma experience, I was molested uh, when I was 12 years old. And it took, I don't know, I mean, I'm grateful that my family at that time, they immediately put me into therapy And the therapy was really good, you know, for that time of my life. But as I got older, what I was realizing during a lot of the sessions, that I just kept repeating that same story over and over again. So what I've learned as I got into limiting beliefs, the more that we create, you know, whether we speak something or we see something. This is what we're embedding in that memory. This becomes a belief system. So by repeating that story, kind of what I was saying to myself is that I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. I'm less than. uh, Just bringing up all those old wounds. So what happened later on in life as I started doing the work, it was time to change the story. So, yes, we never forget the pain and, and the trauma, all that we've experienced, but we can rewrite our story. And also, I want to add that forgiveness is a huge part of this because when we don't forgive, we're still holding on to all those feelings. And I know that especially after doing with dealing with something like that, it's not easy to forgive that person. And it took me years before I even got to that point. But when I did, I always say that forgiveness is the best gift that we can give ourselves because ultimately it was not about that person. It was about me and what I needed for myself to let that person know that, you know what, I'm not going to forget what you did, but I forgive you. And so now it's up to you and your journey of what you're going to do with that to move on. But for me, it cleared that pathway so now that I can move forward. And it was so freeing, and it felt fantastic. And there's different ways we can forgive. You don't have to do it face-to-face to to a person. You can write a letter. You can um, uh, just speak it out. You can do maybe a little ceremony of sorts uh, to forgive that person. It doesn't have to be a face-to-face thing. But also coming from the heart that you really do truly forgive this person in order for you to move on. It's so crucial, so important. And so, as I said, I started creating this whole new story now of who I am as an individual, letting myself know that I am worthy. I am uh, valuable. I do have something to say. And getting comfortable to be in my skin, right, this new person that I'm developing, now it's all about getting really comfortable with me and who I am.
1: Yes, I hear that. There's a couple things that already I'm responding to. One is the repetition of a story that we believe about ourselves because we did have that experience. So it feels like, mm-hmm. yeah, hi, I am the victim of, and the more we think we're trying to work through it, it feels like it gets reinforced because we identify ourselves as being the one abused, the one that's been victimized. And uh, it's good to what we're telling listeners today is if you find yourself repeating that same story, and I know that in working with people with public speaking anxiety. Oh, I'm just not somebody who can speak up. You know, that's an identity, a a belief. Oh, you know, in my family, I never was the one who spoke up. My sister always was the one, you know, so that there's, that's what I'm getting, first of all, from you, Sonia, is what are the stories people are telling themselves that keep them limited from moving on, moving into, in this journey that you just Referred to freedom.
2: Yes, absolutely. And you know, as as far as speaking, it's so funny because I I would say that too. Like, oh, I'm not the speaker; my brother's the speaker of the family. <laughs> he has such a way about him, and he's always been that dynamic since he was young. But I think another thing that um, you know, we sometimes when we use the word trauma, we think of these big experiences, right? But trauma can be like little things. So, for instance. I was in, uh, I believe it was high school, and I had to do a presentation in front of the class. And whenever I had to get up and speak in front of people, my voice would start cracking, and my hands would shake uncontrollably, and I would be so embarrassed. So, leave it up to another student to point that out in front of everybody, you know, and. Ugh, talk about trauma, I just want it to melt into the floor and just not exist. It was horrible, so that added as well to all the anxiety of having to speak and not wanting to be heard and not feeling valuable. You know, it's just that one little thing of somebody pointing something out that completely shut me down. so it you know it's it, people get traumatized in all different ways that cause them not want to speak in front of others.
1: I'm so glad you said it in that particular way so that we can hear that it's not, you don't necessarily have had to have childhood trauma. It could just be, you know, coming out into the the world and saying hello world and here I am and somebody (laughs) and makes you feel, you know, small or ashamed Mm -hmm. or something's wrong with you and that whole, what you described that, that, physiological response the shaking and the voice kind of quivering and the throat (laughs) the throat cracking it's it's all Mm -hmm. uh, isn't it interesting that the body is under stress and not being able to find a way to (sighs) calm and Mm. soothe yourself down in that moment and uh the what you just described in that high school scene is something that happened in the past and people this goes along with your first story the story that people tell you know it happened in the past but people are still carrying it into their present and into their future afraid it's going to happen again right
2: exactly exactly yes yes and there's um you know one of the things that i love about now is I think that connection, I think that's so important for us to be aligned with ourselves and have that connection. Just as you took that deep breath, just, ah, just to be present with the breath and your body and feeling and allowing the body to relax. And, and that took a lot of learning and and understanding my body of, of what it is that I'm truly experiencing when I'm talking to people I'm able to make those small little adjustments so that I can just calm things down within and just be present. And it's a great feeling.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to take a quick break, but I'm sure we want to hear more about the how, that whole idea, because that's what people suffer from is that anxiety and the learning how to calm. And it's more, yeah, breath is really important physiologically, but We'll talk more when we come right back. Thank you, Sonia.
0: If you want to get started right away to find your voice, download Doreen's free seven-step guide to fearless speaking at DoreenSevenSteps.com.
1: Welcome back. We're here to talk with Sonia Rain, and I am so excited to hear what we've just been going through. There's been some trauma in Sonia's life and Uh, The story that she carried with herself affected her own self-esteem, and now we're beginning to say, well, how do you tell a new story? We've been talking about um, standing up in front of an audience and shaking (laughs) and feeling like you're going to (laughs) be right there and somebody pointing out, and I think that's one of the things that people are really afraid of is being somebody who's in a panic attack in front of others and so why even go there and let's just go further and talk more about what we were talking before the break around well the how how does somebody you know you're talking about mindset but you're also talking about the body needing to be responding to what we ask it to do for us
2: yes yes well you know i i I contribute everything to uh, going through this process, to speaking circles. I mean, it was probably one of the best things I could have done for myself. And uh, it was life-changing because I'll, I'll tell you where things shifted and changed for me. And we'll talk a little bit more about the how. But what changed for me, I went to this conference and there was about 100 people or so in the audience and the gentleman, the facilitator on the stage said, I want one person to come up here, someone who struggles with public speaking. And my friend's nudging me and she's like, raise your hand, raise your hand. And I'm like, oh, no. And it's like, you know, I did a quick little hand raise. And then I thought about it and I was like, heck no, I'm not going up there. So I yanked my hand back down and he's zooming, looking across the audience. I thought I pulled my hand down in time. No, he, saw but it. No, he saw it. He saw it. <laughs> So he's like, the woman wearing whatever I was wearing that day. Come on up here. And I just want it to die. So I get up on stage and I'm facing all these people. And he says to me, I want you to share something that's personal to you and just share it with everyone. And like a meek little mouse, I'm sharing my story and I'm feeling really meek. And, and he said, well... He said, I, I, how do you, how do you feel? Like, I just, I said, you know, I feel angry. I feel upset. And he's like, well, I just want you to yell. Okay. And I'm looking at him like, yell, like, okay. And so I do this little, ah, you know, <laughs> nothing that was too high. And he said, no, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to feel it right from the pit of your, your stomach there and just feel into it and just yell. Well, I did that. I closed my eyes. And when I tell you this yell, this roar that came out of me was unbelievable. Like literally everyone stood up on their feet and started clapping. And it was probably one of the most significant things that could have happened for me because here I am now in front of people. They're not making fun of me. Mm -hmm. They're supporting me. They're holding this space. They're applauding. I mean, even the next day, people were coming up to me saying, great job. Oh, you're great. This. They even made me a name tag that said badass for the next day (laughs) to wear. And it was just so encouraging. So from that point on, I had actually met someone there that said to me, you should look at speaking circles. And I said, well, what is Speaking Circles? They're saying this is an international organization, and they have a different approach to speaking and helping you. And I said, okay. So I I looked it up, and wow, what what a transformation in taking those classes and helping me. And so that's part of the how, the how of connecting with your mind, um, the being relational and understanding what your body is feeling and connecting with another individual. It was such a powerful, there's powerful exercises that were presented that we got to do. And so when it came time for me to stand up in front of people, sure, yes, I still felt the butterflies and still got nervous. But something was different and i learned how to look at people when i talked and like like we're just having this intimate conversation not necessarily with the entire room and then i can move to somebody else and have that interaction with that individual so there was this feeling of being more um what's the word i want to use here i don't know intimate just keeps coming up it felt more intimate it felt uh real And it just helped me to feel more grounded. And I think that was what, that's the how part of learning to what is grounding for you. What feels good to you before you, even, even before you go into a space to have to speak to someone, allowing yourself to get grounded and, uh, to be, I I have this thing that I call my little circle of fire, the circle of power. So you imagine that there's a circle on fire and you step into that circle and you get back all your energy, your, um, your confidence, everything that you need to empower yourself. And you just fill up with that energy in this circle. And then you step out and then you can move into whatever meeting or presentation, whatever it is that you have to do, you feel fully empowered. So that's a nice little grounding thing that you can do. And you can think about it too, while you're there talking to people, you don't have to necessarily say, excuse me, I need to step into my circle of power right now. <laughs> but these are, these are some of the techniques and things that I use. And I just love it.
1: Well, your story about the yell reminds me of one of my breakthrough moments where I was uh, acting out my fear and I rolled myself into a ball and scrunched every part of my body as tight as tight, 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 tight as as I could. And then there came a point where I couldn't take it any longer and I just just Mm -hmm. broke out. And I think that that might be something physiological that because what you just said and what my memory of break I had a breakthrough moment my energy my strong energy that was held back finally got released in a in a strong way and I was still still scrouched you might say down but I looked up in the front row I saw somebody just like you said about there's one person in front of you I saw oh I could do this it's just one person And then I looked at somebody else in the front, oh, just one person. And then in the Mm -hmm. next row, oh, there's another person. So this idea that you just brought into our conversation about first the breaking through and allowing yourself to be in a scarier place, which means you go towards fear as long as you keep avoiding it. Your brain's gonna say thank you, thank you, thank you for not taking me to fear. Yes. <laughs> so, so the fact that there's a breakthrough in terms of facing fear, I think, reinforces that that's the direction we wanna take people safely, of course, but yes. so so good to hear this this circle of fire too that you just talked about. What else
0: mm-hmm.
1: can you oh. say about
2: how? Uh, about the how, I would say, you know, there's different, uh, you know, another technique that I use is, is tapping, which is the uh, EFT. Some people might hear it as emotional freedom technique, and it's tapping on different acupuncture points on the body. And there's a uh, plenty of videos. You can go to YouTube University and look up uh, tapping or EFT And it's also another way of connecting with your body so that you can calm those nerves down, calm uh, the mind down so that you can be present for whatever it is that you need to do. So um, I love doing that. Uh, You know, another one is that if you're in a presentation, um, imagine your, your feet have like roots growing through them and the roots are connecting down into the core of the earth into mother earth and just holding on and just so any stress fear just release it through the body down through those roots down into the earth just give it back to the earth give it away and allow yourself to just breathe and just be hey folks those are a couple of my- it's <laughs> I'm
1: I'm feeling it. Who's ever watching or whoever's listening? I hope you felt the power of Sonia leading us into a deeper state of presence, being fully present right here, right now, and the power of presence. That was lovely. I felt myself shift into a quieter inner state and you know less mm-hmm. let's let's at, make sure and ask her about this let's, you know this kind of podcast <laughs> kind of thing and just say hey friend it's really good to be with you today and learn from you and have you introduce you to people that listen to me and share your your beauty your expertise uh, we're almost over uh almost done so i want to make sure and You know, point to anything that you feel like where people can find you, where what you do, just anything a little bit more about uh, what's next for
2: folks if they want to join you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, For anyone that's interested, you can go to my website, which is my name, Sonia Rainley. That's S-O-N-J-A-R-A-Y-N-E-L-E-E.com. And I offer a variety of different services. So there's the mindset coaching, there's also uh, readings that I do, as well as the Reiki healing and energy healing um, that's there as well. So for the coaching, I do offer a free session. For people to see, you know, is it right for me? There's a lot of people that don't know about coaching. And I like to say the mindset coaching, because it's all about mindset, again, going back to those limiting beliefs what did we create for ourselves that we believe so we can change that mindset to step into who we want to be so um and coaching is not for everyone so it's a great opportunity to try it on for a minute to see if it's something that you like and and to see if it's the a good fit too i think that's extremely important um in knowing that it goes both ways are are we a good fit to eat for each other so Yes, but that's the that's where you can find me. And you can find the other channels, the YouTube channels, same thing by my name uh, on YouTube. Wonderful.
1: You just said uh, step into who you want to be. And I think that what you're about is helping people step into who they truly are already
2: at some level, yes. right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, good point. I love that. Yes, who you really are um, and opening up and really embracing that part of you.
1: Yes, that's uh, something that you and I share. And I'm, again, so glad that you stepped into our conversation and uh, gave us some really wonderful insights and tips. Thank you so
2: much, Sonia. Oh, thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you.
0: Thank you for being with us today for this episode of Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. Each person during interviews shares what has helped them find their voice. You can learn from these guests and find your voice so you can be confident to speak up and speak out. And remember to download Doreen's free seven-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. We hope you enjoyed the show and will return next time. Until then, goodbye for now.